Hello guys, and welcome to another episode of What's the Dream Podcast. Uh, My name is Alex. And uh, yeah, this is our podcast, so. So go ahead, need it. If your uh, podcast needs it. So, so how'd you wake up feeling today, Alex? Like crap, I feel sick. I mean, I'm not Alex, don't you buy that? Oh, um, well anyways, yeah, we all have allergies, so it's not so fun. Um, yeah, but anyways, let's let's get into it. All right, what is this? Is it like an intro? <laughs> You're supposed to roll or something? <laughs> we we need to make one, honestly. Um, we keep saying that, and then we never like. Well, I'm sorry, my life doesn't revolve on this podcast. Maybe know? it should. It should, but honestly, it's just like it's it's so. We we just need to make time for it. That's what it is. It's just so like my days are so full of nothing that I just can't do it. They're so full of nothing? Yeah, like, I got, like, if you look at my planner, I have, like, a book full of nothing. Like, it literally says nothing today, nothing tomorrow, go to work, nothing, 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 nothing. And I, I can't squeeze in any more time because these nothings are big. Like, they're, I'm writing this nothing in big letters. Well, because you're at work all the time. Well, that's, that's nothing? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm, I'm writing nothing. Work in giant letters. Yeah. With the black sharpie, and then on top of that, I write nothing underneath it. Oh, okay. But the nothing is in giant black marker that it erases the rest of the page. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, anyways, um, so what did you want to talk about today? I don't know. It's your. You mean? Oh, well, no, I'm just kidding. Now it's your turn. Why, Go back. Why You're you Alex now. Why don't you ever want to leave? Because I don't. I don't know what to say. I just follow your lead. You want to be on my podcast? <laughs> I can, but I don't. What what subject? What, what, like we don't subject. we don't have a topic. Well, we weren't even talking you, what about it. You want to talk about? Um, what what do you feel like is uh is what were we talking about at home? Dang. Oh, the freaking mom brain. No, what do you feel the like is yeah the secret marriage. yeah the secret sauce to a perfect marriage? What is it? What do you feel like it is? Um, I feel like if you could do enough backflips, it's a uh, you know you'll have a pretty good marriage. Oh, okay. Um, I feel like if you can show off how many Hot Wheels you own, that uh-huh. also helps. Um, but, no. no, honestly, uh, I think I think. The secret to a perfect marriage, and this is just me, you know, I'm still young, and, you know, I don't really have a lot of wisdom, per se, mm-hmm. but, um, I think the secret to a uh, marriage, and it, I heard an old man say this, and they were married for, like, 60-something years, or something like that, and he said, compete at, uh, serving each other. Yeah, like, who can out-serve? The other person. Yeah. And obviously, it's not in a negative way, where it's like, you know, I'm gonna make eggs better than your eggs, you know? Yeah. More of like, you know, I want, you know, you did that nice thing for me, but I want to do something even nicer for you. Yeah. And how, how do you feel we do? Um, well, I feel like I do more backflips than you. I feel like I can, uh, I can cook eggs faster than you, personally. Yeah, but mine tastes better because they're made with love. Well, mine are full of pure uh, anxiety and <laughs> and uh, rush, I should say. Anyways, no, for real though. 
and uh, I don't know. Uh, I feel like we we do great. I, I feel like genuinely like I I have a love for you, and I've never had this love for you know even in my last marriage. I feel like I have a genuine love for you, and I genuinely want the best for you, and I care about your feelings and emotions, and I want to see you smile all the time, and I like I like having you happy. Yeah. Like not in a spoiled way where it's like I want my wife happy so she's off my back, but it's more of like I'm genuinely trying to to be a better dad and a better husband every day. Um, and yes, I have some mess ups where, and I'll take fault of those because obviously those are mine. Um, where I mess up because you tell me to do something, but I suck at it because in my head that's kind of how I feel like I was raised in a sense. I don't know, maybe I'm just saying that, but I feel like. I want things to be quiet, and as long as Minus is happy, she's quiet. And, <laughs> and I know it sounds wrong, but like you know, what I'm saying like if you're not complaining about something, then I know I'm doing good. Wow. That's just how I feel. Okay. Um, well, I feel like uh, I feel like we're doing pretty good. Like I, I think that we both try to not like outdo each well I guess outdo each other I don't know you know yeah I mean I don't have money to go and like spoil you but right. I always try to make you happy you know? well, that's what I'm saying it's, it shouldn't be just about money you know yeah. it's not like a pleasure thing because if, if that's the case then I mean I won you by a landslide you know <laughs> like I'm not trying to sound like that but like that's the truth you know like like it's gonna sound super messed up but like you know, I got the apartment because you wanted the apartment. I got you, I paid off your car because you wanted your car paid off. You know, We then, wanted the car paid off, not just me. Well, if it was up to me, I would have got my own car, my new car. And I instead like, of paying this yeah, one? Yeah, instead of paying this one. I would have traded But this one. paying this one off saved us so many times. Right. But um, another thing is like, you know, I always bring you gifts. And, and like when I go to work, I know Bida sometimes likes cherry and vanilla Cokes zero sugar only and uh, those are kind of hard to find you can thank my diabetes for that yeah you can thank her mom for that uh, <laughs> her mom's weak genetics um, but yeah uh, like I, I get by the certain like you know what I'm saying I get you those little things and yeah. to me they mean nothing to me like they like not like that but like they mean they're, they're just like it's they, just you've seen it and you picked it up yeah it's like okay Vida will like this I know Vida likes this or Vida needs this and like um where was it? Uh, a few days ago, you told me your glasses broke because your daughter, what, did a backflip on them or something? I don't know what she did. But... She, like, uh, tombstone pile drive them? Yeah, pretty Stepped much. on them or something? I don't know. She was jumping, but basically, might have broke her glasses. And, you know, you told me, hey, I broke my glasses. Um, I need to repair the glasses. Glasses? Well, it's because I don't like, I don't know. I grew up all my life getting, like, Michael Kors, um, What's that brand? The BB brand. Um, not Louis. I never got the Louis ones because those are like 500 bucks. What about Burberry? Um, my dad got Burberry. I never did. I, I got uh, Versace. But they my parents gave us a limit because our glasses, like, they were covered a lot by insurance. So they'd only have to pay, like, one something. Which and I stupid. think two something, like, 250 was the max. They were like, okay, we'll pay that. But stupid. you can't go over that, you know? Yeah. And for me, I always thought I had to have good quality glasses 
until me and Alex got together and I couldn't afford that. I think the last pair of glasses I had were Versace and they freaking broke. But not only did they break, like they're supposed to be expensive, right? Right. And they snapped like a cheap pair of glasses and they were like plastic, they were just plastic. Yeah. And they broke so fast and I was just like, wow, okay. Like this is supposed to be a good brand and it broke so fast. And then my brother had ordered like a cheapy pair of glasses because my brother, he's a little bit cheap. He don't really care. <laughs> he, he don't care about having like fancy things. Like me and him used to always compete on the Ray-Bans. Like who has better Ray-Bans, you right, know? Because right. I, was, I was always getting the guy Ray-Bans because I just liked the way they looked on my face. And um, he was always getting the guy Ray-Bans too because he's a guy. He likes the way they look on his face. Well, yeah. And like our, our faces look the exact same, I guess. That's why I confuse you guys. <laughs> anyways, anyways, anyways. Um, so yeah, basically we both um, used to compete on the glasses. But when I seen him get a cheapy pair of glasses, I was like, bro, that's like easy, dude. Like I should do that. So I did. And... Right. Ever since he did it, I'm like, bro, I, I might as well just get the good ones or the cheap ones because they're good too. Right. And basically, ever since I started getting the cheap ones, like, I don't know, we save money. Not only that, <laughs> you also feel less bad about breaking them. You know? Yeah, like if they break, it's like a $20 frame, if even that. Yeah, it's not like, I mean, you even see this, some, some of your glasses cost up to $3. Yeah. You know, like $3, $4 a pair, you get like 16 pairs of them. And I'm not saying go around, you know, smash it on them, yeah. or, you know, throw them on the ground. But I take very good care of my stuff. It's just I have children who don't, so. Yeah, I mean, they're kids. Yeah. That's what they do. So, you know, um, like these glasses I've had for a year now, and they're, they're loose on my face, but I got like these things to hold them up. I don't, I don't know like bumpers yeah i guess so that when i put my head down they don't fall off of my face which is nice right but um nice and nice they, yeah yeah but like they're a pair of the cheapy ones too and i actually like them a lot better okay yeah so that was crazy uh we just stopped at mcdonald's right now yeah had to pick up some food uh I had a phone call that interrupted the whole entire podcast, so that's yeah. great. So basically, whatever I was saying got cut off. So always fun. At least I caught it early. Yeah. On to the next subject. Um, yeah. Um, what what do you want to talk about? Um, I have a fun subject. Um, it's a you know you, you get a lot of people, and uh, these are I I had a I had someone suggest to me. And they were telling me, hey, Alex, why don't you, uh, or why don't, why don't you guys go ahead and, and, uh, and, uh, try to take on questions from, you know, people. From, they said, what's it called? The Christian subreddit. That, that's what they were saying. Yeah, but. But, like, I mean, it's not, I don't know, our podcast isn't really a Christian podcast. We just so happen to be Christians doing a podcast. So, you know, anybody, even if you're not a Christian, if you got questions, you know, just ask them and we'll give you our uh, honest and um, crappy opinion, you know? 
You think our opinions are crappy? I don't think they're the best opinions out there. I don't think that, uh... I mean, there are opinions. <laughs> right. But I do want to answer, um... You know, she, she said something like, uh... I forgot what she, she asked. Oh, yeah, yes, yes. I, I remember now. <laughs> uh, actually, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do the subreddit thing. I'm gonna do that on another episode where we just do nothing but subreddit questions. Yeah, we we um, can do that. Uh, whatever, whatever day we do the next. Right. Okay. So <clears throat> this is a subject I, me and her, you know, my cousin, were talking about for like like a long, like it was like a good hour and a half conversation. Right. And uh, and it's it's perfect because uh, you're a girl. And uh, you have a vagana. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can ask this question to you because, you know, uh, as, as being a young, strong mother and uh, independent, mm-hmm. uh, who can do things by herself. Uh, what, what, okay. okay, so, so I'm trying to figure out the way to ask it without sounding like cliche. But, um, like, how do, how do, how do you know you love yourself? You know what I'm saying? Like, you got a lot of these girls that are like, self-love, self-love. And it's just like, but do you love yourself? Like, um, how do you know for, like, you know, where, where does it stop where it's like, oh, that girl really loves herself. I know for a fact that girl loves herself. I think um, it comes in, like, different forms. Like, for some people, it's being by themselves. Right, right, right. And, like, figuring themselves out and, like, truly learning who they are. And for some people, it's like doing something that they love all the time, you know, or like helping or something. You know, I don't I don't know. But for me, I feel like um, you don't stand for the things that you used to like your childish ways and all that. You don't stand for that anymore. You don't take like, you know, your value. Right. You don't take crap from people and you don't let things affect you the way they used to because you know your worth and you know like it doesn't matter because at the end of the day I still am who I am right like I don't have to uh like worry about it um so now 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 that you said that now the connection the real the question now behind that is basically I'm trying to get you to that point right Mm -hmm. so you're telling me that self-love is something that it is uh, is only for one person. No, it's for anyone. No, I'm saying like it's only for one person and, and that's for you, right? Oh, yeah. Like you have to love yourself and you have to create a form where you are, you are content and, you know, admire and because I feel like there's a fine line between self-love and conceited. Well... Conceited people really do love themselves. So some conceited people are actually very insecure, though. That that's my point. Like that that's kind of where I'm trying to get to. Like in this whole question, I'm trying to weasel my way around to get to that question. Like, is it insecure, or or do you actually really love yourself? Exactly. Because like BBLs and, and you know lip lip injections and and uh, waist trainers and all this stuff. It's like, who are you doing it for, though? Yeah. Like, you know, you love yourself, but do you love yourself enough that you are okay with your body? And is that considered self-love? Or is it you love yourself enough and you want everyone else to be like, hey, look what I look, what I look like. I look good. I look good. Yeah. Like, I don't know. For me, 
also like how I'm working out and everything. Like, I I feel good. I know I look good. Like my stomach's almost flat, and I had three babies. Right. So for me, it's like when other people give me compliments, it feels good because it's like I worked hard for this, and like I know I look good. I don't need you to tell me I look good, but I know I look good, and I had three babies. You know. Right. And I feel like not that it validates me, but like. It felt good when other people noticed it too. Right. Because I I don't know, but I don't feel like it's conceited. But like I do, I do want people to look at me and be like, "You had three kids? No way! No way! You had three kids!" You know? So, like I don't know if see, that makes sense. You, you see how that weird line just happens where it just it, now it just sounds like you're insecure. Yeah, but yeah. it's like I know I look good. And everybody's gonna see it too, but like it feels good when people tell me, like, "Oh yeah, you look good." Like, yep. But that, that, that's that point. Like, I feel like, like, okay, so you got a lot of these people, uh, a lot of these uh, big influencers, huge influencers, that are saying like, you know, self love this, self love that, mm-hmm. and it's like. If you love yourself so much, why don't we like? And I, again, I'm not gonna define your word of respect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not gonna say how you should or shouldn't respect yourself. But my how I see it is like, cause I, you know, I grew up with a grandma that's kind of like be like be more reserved. Old fashioned. <laughs> well, yeah, she was kind of like be reserved, and, and I kind of agree with your grandma, where she was like, you know, go ahead and show off your body, but don't show off like skin. You don't have to show off skin to. to yeah. So you know, have yeah. people look at you, and that's kind of where I'm at with this. It's like a lot of these huge influencers are like, "Oh yeah, you know, I'm bad, I'm bougie, I'm this, I'm that," but it's you like, don't ever see them not showing anything. Yeah, like they have to be consistently feeding you this crap. Like, like look how good traps I look. And everything. Yeah, like look how good I look. Look how good I look. Look how good I got. Because like, this is where it gets weird. So if you were to take away all the people who are like giving you the attention would you still have that self-love yeah you know yeah see that's why i feel like i don't know with me i don't feel like it is conceited because i feel like i know i look good right you're proud of i yourself. don't need you to tell me i look good but if you tell me it it, it does feel good you know it feels good when someone else notices it but i don't need anybody to tell me it because i know i look good right like not not in a conceited way but in a confident way like i'm working hard to change my body and make it look how i want it to look after having three kids you know and i'm not just like oh well i had three babies so i'm just gonna look how i want to look like i don't care because i mean i do care i want to be healthy and i want to look good so i feel like for me i don't i don't think it's conceited because I don't care if anyone ever tells me you you look good. And you I know? think see that's where that now that right there tells me that's a true form of self love. Like I don't have to I don't have to constantly throw it in your face that I look good. You yeah. Know? But and I don't need to constantly like see the, another thing that gets me upset is when people people are like why are you dropping all your business on Instagram and it's like that's the point of Instagram. Yeah, like don't put your business on social media. So why did you even get social media? Yeah, like that's it's it's social. It's a way to keep connected. Right, but I mean, and they are right. Like you should be limiting some stuff to social media. You know, 
Yeah, like you don't you don't have to put all your uh, dirty laundry. Yeah, like you know, and and another fascinating thing to me is like, um, I remember this one pastor, and um, it, it's maybe it's off the rail and a little stupid to me. It still is stupid to me, actually. Was it like a church you went to? Yeah, it was that church actually, the one I just passed. Oh wow. <laughs> um, um, they basically said like, you know, your self love or who you are as a person portrays on your room, like how, how dirty or clean your room is, you know, like how your attitude is and all that. And I'm like, well, yeah, your personality's in the room. Like, you know, you have everything you like, your enjoyments, your, your fascinations are all in that room. So obviously it's yes, of course, you're, but they're saying like how dirty it is portrays your attitude. But do you like, do you really believe that? I don't believe it. That's why I'm kind of talking to you about this. Yeah, because I was about to say, I, I don't necessarily believe that because, I don't know, sometimes I have a lot going on with me and my room's super clean. Right, that, that's my point. Like, Dude, are they racing me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> by racing an 18-wheeler. Um, <laughs> what the heck? Yeah, uh, I, I think that's beyond stupid to me personally because I'm just like, bro, it's, I mean, clearly, you know, it's, you got a lot going on. And, you know, you don't have time to clean your room. Yeah. Like, and some of the most fascinating men and geniuses in this earth were messy. Men, they were very messy. But they knew exactly where everything was at. Yeah. And that's why I kind of called, called that fault. But Like, they, you can navigate through your own chaos. <laughs> yeah, and then that's kind of how I work, too. Like, that's how I am. I, I can have a mess in the house, but I'll remember where everything is at because I have it like that for a reason. Like, it's easier for me to, to find stuff when it's messy than for me to find stuff when it's clean. I don't know why, but it just is. I just feel like I can't function when it's messy. <laughs> um, Hold on, Bubba. So, yeah, getting back to what I was saying is the, the self-love. So, the Instagram part is like... Okay, we're going to take you. Uh, the whole, uh, basically, uh, how do I say it? Like portraying yourself every day on Instagram, like that's that's the point of Instagram. Yeah, like putting yourself out there. Yeah, like you know, what I do hate about Instagram now, and I I personally want to delete Instagram, but you need social media to thrive on this earth, <laughs> like to have any type of business or any type of thing you know right. going on for yourself is um you have to have some type of uh, social media. Yeah. But to me, I find stupid is people like this isn't twitter if you wanted to repost pictures you might as well just go back to twitter and retweet this stuff i don't know why people do that whole screenshot the item or grab the item and put it as a story i never understood that because it's just again like that's twitter and i don't understand why social media always does the whole um copy paste like twitter does this and Instagram. Oh, and now Instagram does it too. Yeah, and then it's like, why Why do you guys all want to be the same? Yeah. Like, that's the whole point of Facebook, why it was, uh, quote-unquote, unique and different was because it cut off a lot of the crap, the, the whole top 10 friends, it cut off a lot of the, the crap you don't need to do. Yeah. But, you know, Twitter was even more unique because... You just post your thoughts. That's it. And literally it said, what are your thoughts? Like, that's what it said. Yeah. And, <coughs> um, and I feel like, why 
why is Instagram Instagram same thing? It was a genius idea because it was just like post pictures, just pictures, yeah. nothing but pictures. And now Instagram has it to where you can post freaking like kind of like what you're thinking. Yeah. Like a, a thought bubble. Like it's I don't know. It's kind of cool, but it's kind of weird because it's like, are you Facebook or? Right. And it's like, you know, uh, it's just stupid to me. And I don't understand why people do many uh, Instas. Like, why do you have like 16? Oh, yeah. I never understood that either. And hey, maybe maybe I'm the weirdo and I don't understand a lot of things because I'm not supposed to, but. Well, I know um, Vince does like back when we were in high school, it was because you were posting like half naked pictures that you didn't want to post on your regular Instagram because you didn't want your family to see it or like. So you have you like know? your your thirst trap pictures and yeah. then you have your good pictures. Yeah, your normal pictures. Did you ever have a Finsta? Um, no, but I thought about making one. I had a friend who posted, um, I had like Polaroid nudes oh, nice. that I took and my friend posted them on her Finsta, but like I wasn't, my face wasn't in the picture. Just like my, I think it was my butt, like just my butt or something. Oh, that's now but you, you could tell it was mine because I have a freaking tattoo. Well, now you, now you can tell. I mean, you guys can subscribe to mine as OnlyFans now. Yeah, right. There's only I, I always thought about making an OnlyFans and then have me, like, read in the Bible or something. So everyone subscribes because <laughs> they think they're going to, like, ooh, you, you some know, dirty content. You know funny is that um, I was listening to David Dobrik's uh, podcast, mm-hmm. uh, Views, and uh, they were saying that there's actually... Uh, parts of the Pornhub where literally it's like brother and sister make cookies and like they're literally just yeah they're literally making cookies and like in the middle of the video I guess they were saying like uh, the sister will ask the brother like hey do you want to have sex and the brother's like you no you're my sister freaking weird and then he'd be like oh yeah you're right and then they just go continue back to making cookies okay (laughs) And I thought that was the funniest thing ever because I was, and I'm over here like, like laughing at my job like an idiot. Like, and they're looking at you like every, a crazy Yeah, house. and especially with a mask, it makes it look worse because I'm like squinting when I laugh, obviously. That's just how I'm probably like, who is he laughing at? Why is he looking at me like yeah, that? Yeah, like why is he squinting? Is that a parking right here? Yeah, it is. No, it says no. Uh, what does it say? Like 15 minute ATM. parking. ATM. 10 minute parking. Um, another thing I love is the, I love coming to the hospitals. Um, because there's never parking, and everybody acts like. Oh, are they leaving? Yeah, um, everybody acts like they have to. They have to come early, and they have to get the front parking. They can never go. On, they can never go on the back parking. Well, duh! Don't you know that's how it works? I don't know, um, but yeah. So, I mean, let me know your guys' thoughts on this whole Finsta and Insta thing. Honestly, I don't get it. Um, if you guys can elaborate more on that, that'd be great. And also, if you guys can tell us questions about life advice or even stupid advice, because you guys just want to hear us joke around about yeah. it. Like, we will give you an honest answer, but then we can also give you some shit answers. Well, like, I feel like all of our answers are honest, even if they're, like, crappy. I remember this one person asked me, like, how do I get saved? And I was like, well, I guess you're not going to. Next. What the heck? Yeah, it was just a joke at work. Like, some girl was oh. like, how do I get saved? Because I was like, I don't know. You don't. You're going to just drown and go to hell. And she started laughing. She's like, really? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, I'm just joking. But my face was so serious that she, I think, took me seriously yeah. for a second. And was like, oh, damn, this kid really doesn't care about my soul. Yeah. 
Um, and that's kind of how Biden's family sees me too. Like, they're like, oh, he's, he's so serious. Yeah, my family thinks that he, like, I remember they were asking me um, when we were dating or when we were engaged, I think. They're like, what do you see in him? Like, he has no personality. He's so dry. He has no sense of humor. And I'm like, he doesn't talk to you guys. <laughs> like, you guys don't know him, but okay, I guess. And they're just like, he's so dry. I'm like, he's really not because every encounter you guys have had with him, you're like going off on him. Ripping my head off. Yeah. And it's so. funny that they say that now because like the more and more I warm up to your dad and mom, the more and more there's like seeing what you were talking about. Yeah. But uh, we got to the hospital. We'll continue this podcast in a little bit. Yeah. Here's an ad. Oh yeah, anyways, we're back. Um, <sighs> it's a breath of fresh air. Like, I feel so relieved because um, basically, not all of my family, but some of my family members were a little concerned that Ezekiel might be autistic. And, you know, I wasn't really concerned, but he did show some... Signs of being a kid? No, he he could show some autistic signs. Like, Ezekiel will, like, look at you blankly and, like, just stare at you blankly. Yeah, because he's sarcastic. He's looking at you. He's not sarcastic, baby. He doesn't understand sarcasm yet. What the F are you talking about? No, sometimes he'll do that. And, like, other other different things he'll do sometimes. But um, we just went from the autism clinic, and the doctor told me, Ezekiel's actually very advanced, like in his speech and what he's doing. And he said, uh, yeah, he's he's not autistic at all. He said he doesn't have a diagnosis for me because he asked me, like, well, what did you what were you coming for? Like, what did you what were you looking for? And Why I was did like, you waste my time? No, he was like, what were you looking for? And I said, I just wanted answers. I just wanted to make sure. Like, because if he was autistic and I was in denial, then I'm putting my, my baby behind, you know? So I wanted to make sure that's not, I'm not putting him behind because like I'm in denial. And he's like, no, whatever you're doing, you're doing really good. Like, keep it up. So, you know, that made me feel good because I'm, uh, I have really bad mom guilt a lot and I feel like I'm not doing enough and like I see other moms who are like just on it all the time and they're doing great and I just have really bad mom guilt because I feel like I'm not the greatest mom in the world like I don't know I just, I just feel bad sometimes so yeah. he, he made me feel better and I told him like because he asked me about Ezekiel's speech like what am I doing and I said well he's I, I don't know I'm not I'm not the best with kids so with kids I, I just talk to them like they're people I don't, <laughs> I, I don't baby talk. I don't, it, it makes me cringe. So he's like, well, well, yeah, that's good. That's good. Keep up whatever you're doing. And I was like, okay. So, you know, basically. Um, I, think, I think it's funny because like for the longest time, Vida was like feeling all types of emotions because like she would constantly have mother advice or father advice. And I'm not talking about specifically her mom and dad. I'm talking about in general, like a, mother advice from another mother you know or yeah. mother advice from a grandma or mother advice from something you know it, it's yeah, the outer it, it, okay. um and that was Bina's like 
thing. Like everyone would come up to me like, oh, you need to start doing this. You need to start doing that. You need to teach him how to juggle. You need to teach him how to throw knives, you know? Yeah. It was just constant things of, of uh, what you need to start doing. Yeah. And like what what's wrong with my kid because of what I'm not doing. Yeah. And like um, there are a lot of members that might know that uh, are yes men. So there's a lot of yes men. So if they say Ezekiel needs to start, you know, juggling, you know, juggling tonight, all of a sudden everyone around them is like, yeah, he does need to start juggling. They're no, right. they just put so much doubt in me because like, I was like, no, he's okay. Are you sure though? Because why is he doing this? It's like, because he's fine. Like he's a little boy. What do you mean? He's and five it, years old. Like, he's not even five yet. He's, he's and a kid. Like, Bro. He's a little boy. Like, I don't know what you want me to say. And they would all, like, always try to plant seeds of doubt. And, like, yeah, they started sprouting a little bit. And then I talked to his doctor. And I was like, do you think I should get him tested for autism? Like, my aunt's saying I'm sh- I should, but I don't know if I should. And she's like, well, what's been going on? And I told her, and she was like, because I told her about Ezekiel being really picky with his food and everything. And I think it's a texture thing. And she told me, um, well, I mean, it doesn't hurt to try. So I love Ezekiel's doctor. All three of the kids have the same doctor. Um, and she told me, like, yeah, it doesn't hurt to try. I mean, I there's a little bit of concern there, but not much. So, you it's know. Not the scale breaker. Yeah. So she was just like, you can go and try and see if, like, they're going to tell you you know what's up with him so yeah back to what i was saying is basically um yeah it, it was annoying you know constantly hearing all these negative negative things very negative yeah never anything you know but you're killing it out there you know you're killing it being involved you're killing it like you know yeah. i admire the way you're doing it there's yep. always negativity and um i don't know about you but personally me you give me enough negativity and I'm honestly either A, not going to want to be around you or B, I'm just going to start doubting myself. And I first stop hanging around you. Then I'll start doubting myself. You well, know? for me, is I don't know. I just started doubting myself because it was like a few family members told me. like, But they were all a part of the same freaking family. Like I said, it's all yes men. Yeah. And the funny thing is I have two family members that are um, in child development and they both were like no like they're 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 really young too the two that are in my family yeah. very young and they're like no they're, like they're actually pretty advanced from what they're doing Ezekiel. yeah and they were just like like why would you even say that or think that and because members of my family for the past few years have been saying it that's why but members of his family were like, what are you talking about? And then when I would tell the members of my family what his family said, they were literally like, mm, yeah, they don't know what they're talking about. They may work with children, but they're not doctors, so they don't know what they're talking about. And I'm like, but they they, they work with kids on a day-to-day basis. They, like Their profession is working with kids and child yeah. development. Like, yeah, they may not be a doctor, but like, they, they, they see, see thousands of kids stuff. every day. Yeah. You know, they see kids every single day, and this is their life. They get paid and live off of this. Yeah. This is their profession, and they're not doctors, and that's that's the one thing. Yeah. That's like 
that's like saying, oh, you know, hey, I saw someone online saying I just started drinking L-glutamine because it kills sugar. But hey, they're not a doctor. So they can't prescribe me that. Yeah. I shouldn't listen to them because, or hey, at Starbucks, they said this drink is pretty good. But you know what? They're not baristas. So I'm not going to listen to them because they're not baristas. They don't know what I want. Yeah. Like, you, you see how that concept just crumbles on itself? Yeah. That's why, I don't know. I just, I felt so much better after this appointment. And he said he was doing things to trigger Ezekiel if Ezekiel, like, had symptoms of, some symptoms of autism. So... Basically, Ezekiel, like, didn't show the symptoms, so. Crushed it. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm glad. Yeah. Because I was telling Biden this whole time, like, nothing's wrong with him besides that like, he was premature. <laughs> but yeah. other than that, like, he's, he's good. Like, you know, he's, the kid's strong. The kid's strong-willed. The kid is, like, he he's a, he's a go-getter. Yeah. Ezekiel, when he sees something, he wants it, he's going to go for it. Yeah. He's very, uh self-driven and I you know and if he he's very I think he's too social that's I mean but that's any kid right he's he's only four and a half he's about to be five this year and when he sees someone new he is on you're automatically his friend which is a bad thing because like you know strangers can steal him but at the same time it's a good thing because well you're not automatically his friend you got to talk to him a little bit because when the doctor first came in, Ezekiel kept looking at me like, oh, heck no, who is this? But, like, after he warmed up to him, he was cool with him. He was giving him high fives. He's smiling at him. He's laughing with him. Yeah, so, see, and, and Ezekiel is one of those people that's like, if you know he's in good with you when he starts performing for you. Yeah. And he'll start showing you his dance moves and his cool, his cool things. He'll show you his, like, little collection of things he has on his phone. Yeah. Um... Yeah, but enough about your kids, man. You know, yeah. those are your kids, so we'll just talk about the our so kids. But your yeah. kids. Um, oh, just like. Yeah, just your kids. Even though your freaking Angry Bird eyebrows baby looks just like you. Um. If you've ever seen Alex's eyebrows, you know he kind of has like Angry Bird eyebrows, and uh, <laughs> Eliza has his eyebrows. Well, yeah. I mean, I told the doctor when. Uh, when Eliza came out, I said, can you tattoo my eyebrows on her? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Because <coughs> she has no eyebrows. And uh, I don't want her to have no eyebrows. So I want you to tattoo my eyebrows on her. Right. And that's what they did. And uh, the pigment, um, well, that's just Bina. Bina, um, Bina being so aroused off of my eyebrows cook Liza a little too much and burnt her a little bit. That's why Liza's dark skinned and has more pigment. Oh, okay. And that's exactly what happened. Okay, yeah, sure. If you, if you, if that's what you want to go with, yeah. No, that's exactly what happened. I don't know why you're, you're trying to doubt me or even trying to question it. Like, if that's what happened, that is what happened. Alright. I'm telling you what happened. Yeah, I remember um, when Ezekiel first came out, and he was blonde hair, blue eyes. I used to ask Alex, like, are you sure your family doesn't, like, think he's not yours? Well, he's a little undercooked, but it's okay. But Alex was like, no, nah, no, nah, we have, like, colored eyes in my family, too. And, like, some some of the kids come out white. Like, 
it's, it's different, you yeah. know? Yeah, we have colored eyes, it's just not blue. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I, I think, I don't know. But I, you obviously have to have a blue-eyed gene somewhere because yeah, in mean, order for us to have kids with blue eyes, we both have to have a blue-eyed gene. Well. So I, someone in your family has it. I mean, yeah. There's a lot of family members I don't know of. Yeah. Um, and Didn't they, your grandpa have green eyes? Yeah, he had hazel. Yeah. Um, well, Alexis has hazel eyes, and I have brown eyes, and um, our babies are are um, we have the blue eyes, the brown eyes, and the green eyes. So you know, that's what. Pretty yeah, cool. it's fun, especially when uh, you go to like malls and stuff like that, and or shopping centers. Like, whose baby is that one? Yeah, like they're just they look at you. They first look at me, and they look at her, and then they're like, "This girl's a whore." Yeah. And then they look at me, and they're like, "How you're a really strong man because you're taking care of all these kids." But then they look at Liza, and they're like, "Okay, that one is his." Yeah, uh, like what? Did they break up for a second? Yeah, like that one is his. And then they look at Ezra and they're like, oh yeah, that one does look like her, but who can say, who's to say that that's his, you know? Yeah. Um, but hey, you know, it's great. I think, I think uh, all my kids, you know, they all have my personality. I they think. all do? <laughs> yeah, they all have my personality. Um, they're, they're Especially fine. Eliza, huh? Fina has, I mean, Eliza has finest dramaticness. I think all the kids have finest dramaticness. So if they get like some sort of their, why are we talking about your kids again? How do we get on the subject? You brought it up. Anyways, guys, we're moving subjects because <laughs> I'm not talking about my kids no more. Um, our pride and joy. I'm not talking about your kids no more. I mean, sorry, really? I keep messing that up. It's our baby. It's your kid. Um, um, so they, we were um, I was, I was at. I don't know. I, I always have a weird feeling about hospitals. Personally, me. Yeah. Oh. Like, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. You're interrupting my podcast. I was about to say, excuse me, but I sneezed again. So sorry. Go ahead. These allergies, man. Anyways, go ahead. Are you done interrupting? Um. Yeah. Now I am. Okay. So I always have a weird feeling about hospitals, and um, and it always made me think. Of like why men are so scared to go to the hospital it's like is it that men are scared to go to hospitals or is it that hospitals are scared of men i mean yeah you can say that too no no but like is it men are scared of hospitals or what's so like you know because i remember well you tell us alex well, what is it i remember like hearing my dad say like hospitals will just throw pills at you and then like i heard cousin of mine dad was saying the same thing you know and then yeah. like you hear people everywhere you go it's just like hospitals they're not meant to fix you they're meant to break you more here take this pill for this take this pill for this take this pill for this it's not going to cure it it's just going to like subdue it basically it's going to or it'll cure it. it and then cause um, a second a side effect yeah a bunch of different side effects yeah it's like you got what you want for one problem you get six more yeah like the freaking depression commercial commercials <laughs> They're like, they tell you like, oh yeah, yeah, this is a cure your depression and anxiety, but it may cause anxiety and depression and suicidal thoughts and, and all this other crazy stuff and high blood pressure. And like, what? And the funny thing is like, a lot of these antidepressants, what people don't really realize is like, a lot of the antidepressants are sugar pills, like a vast majority of them. 
Seriously? Yeah, they're they're like a lot of them are basically uh, placebo. Uh, placebos because uh, it's all like in, in a in a messed up way. It's um, all in your head. <laughs> yeah, like it, it, you want to see how our parents are just fucking destroying our faces. Like it's all in your head. They're right, but taking the sugar. Extent. Yeah, like taking the sugar. Like, but it's all in your head. It's like it's easier said than done. It's like you know, just get over it and it's like the the i guess the action of taking a placebo every day taking a fake pill and thinking you're actually taking something that's curing you every day i think that's different you know yeah well because like like there's this thing where someone will be sick with something right and they'll be like oh no it's uh something scary right right and then the people around them well, all of a sudden come down with the same exact symptoms. Right, right, right. And then come to find out, oh no, they weren't sick with whatever scary thing, like COVID, right? Asitis. So, someone will be like coughing and sneezing and then like all the other people around them will be like, oh my God, I have it too. Have oh my God, I have it too. And then come to find out the original person never had it and everybody else's symptoms were just because they seen, they seen the other people acting. Or, or like having those symptoms, you know? It's like mass hysteria, I yeah, guess, like, or whatever. Uh, domino effect. Yeah, sort of, whatever. Right. Um, yeah, so that's funny. That's a, that's a fun fact, I guess you say, right? What? That around 95% of pills are placebo. Are I don't know if 95%. Antidepressant. It says right here in my book, Pills uh, of Theory. Oh, okay. So it must be real. Finally reached over to grab my um, Trident. That I bought for him because I wanted to be so nice for him. Yeah. Mine is that type that buys you gifts and then takes back the gift. I do not do that. She leaves you, you know, 50, maybe she'll leave, I'm going to be generous too when I say that. <laughs> Stop. Mine leaves 50 to 75% of the gift back, but it's okay. Because she gave it to you, you know, and not the thought. Oh, shoot. It's the thought that counts in my design. Uh, so. No, that's not true. So, please explain. Well, you explain to me what you're talking about. Well, I'm talking about, like, anything you ever get me, you're like, are you going to eat it? Because I like to, when I buy, with my device or something, I'm usually like, oh, thanks, I'm not going to eat it right now, but I'll eat it later. And then I'll be like, well, you didn't eat it fast enough, so I just start taking bites out of it slowly. no that's not me if you open it then i'll take bites. is it that way no if you open it and you're not eating it fast enough then i'll i'll go ahead and take some bites yeah and that's the funny part <laughs> it's, it's, i mean like i said i'm being generous 70, 50 to 75 percent because I, oh I, if i open it i still take you know let's just say <laughs> let's just say let's just say mm-hmm. This is it. Right here. Um, I take about maybe 10% of it. And then Vino will be like, oh, okay, well, he's not eating it. I'll ask you, are you still eating it? And you'll tell me, no, you can have some. Some. There you go. You, you, I don't eat it all. You spit there you go. You can have some. I never said all. Some. I don't eat it all. I'll eat most. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah. But I love my husband dearly. 
and I um I I do I I make you cookies all the time and I cook for you all the time like come on bro come on bro you could share a little something I mean I could but I choose not to that's that's different no you choose to because you're so nice and you love me but yeah yeah you love me very much and I love you very much well and together we're the Powerpuff Girls <laughs> okay. Um, well, well, thank you guys for listening today. Today's yeah. podcast, for wasting your time with us. Yeah, letting us ramble. You know. Um, um, see you guys on the next one, and uh, hopefully, I get a I get a guest on the next one. We're we're gonna try to start doing these. We're gonna try to start doing these two times a week. So. Yeah. Um, so we'll see you guys later on the next one. Bye. Bye.